cannot run and grow a business successfully if you keep on doing the day-to-day work yourself. Now, this might sound really obvious and a lot of people will agree with me, but somehow it is just really difficult to free yourself up as the business owner, as a solo entrepreneur or an entrepreneur with a small team to spend time on growing your business if you have a lot of things to do on your day-to-day. If you are too busy in your business to spend time on a strategy to grow your business and scale your business even further, you are not the first one. There are so many entrepreneurs that are so swamped with the work that they have to do in their business that they just don't have time or feel that they don't have time to work on the growth of their business and to make sure that the business can actually run without them. Now, if you're one of those entrepreneurs, then this episode is for you, because in this episode, I am going to help you with the first steps to systemize different pieces in your business so that other people can do the work and you have more time to spend on what matters so that you can build a thriving business. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to the Bold Business Owners Podcast. In this podcast, I'm sharing with you inspiration, lessons, tips, and actionable strategies to make your own bold business and life happen. Who's your host? My name is EJ, and in the past decade as a strategy consultant, I advised numerous organizations in growing a business in line with their vision and purpose. It is now my mission to help solo entrepreneurs with the exact same tools and methods to create a strategy that works for them, all so that they can build a more profitable business on their own terms. This is the Bold Business Owners Podcast. Many entrepreneurs, they start out by themselves. They start as a solo entrepreneur. But there comes a point in time that they actually want to scale their business or grow it further. And you have to realize that you can only do that if you start delegating some key things in your business. And if you don't, you will probably face one of these two consequences. Either you won't grow your business and you will hit a plateau, or you will start growing further, but you will burn yourself out. So how do you get from being an entrepreneur that does everything themselves or has just a small team to become an entrepreneur that runs the business independently of themselves? I will give you three steps that can get you started on this journey. Now, the very first thing that you have to work on if you are an entrepreneur, like I mentioned, the one that feels they're overwhelmed in their business or are just too busy to work on other things that are important, like the growth of your business, like scaling up your business, like serving more people, then the first thing that you have to spend time on is changing your beliefs. And what I mean with that is that you have to work on some of the beliefs that actually keep you stuck. For instance, if you believe that your business cannot function without you, without you doing all of the work, then this will actually be your reality because you won't even look for ways to do it differently because you're so stuck on this belief. So if this is your belief, I want you to challenge yourself. Is it really true that you have to do everything in your business yourself for your business to function? You might still say yes, but think about it. Big businesses, big companies, the business owner is not really doing the work, are they? So it is not a matter of whether or not it's possible. It is possible. And it's also not a matter of whether or not it's possible for you, because it is possible. But it all just has to do with how you view things, what your perspective is and what your belief is on this topic. The second question that I want to ask you that can challenge you and your beliefs about you and your business is, 
Do you really have to do all that you say you have to do to get the result that you're after? Sometimes when you dive into what it is that you're actually doing in your business, you will quickly realize that not all the activities that you're doing are necessary to get the result that you want. Sometimes it means that things can be done more efficiently or more effectively. Other times it means that one of these activities that you do don't have to be done at all. The third question that I want to ask you is, do you really need all the time that you spend on it to get the result that you want? If you take a closer look at what you're doing and how much time it actually costs you to do it, you will find out probably that some tasks really take much longer than they should actually take. I don't know if you're familiar with Parkinson's law, but that law states that an activity takes as long as you have time for it. So if you dedicate or allocate more time to a certain task, it will take up all the time. So if you take out three days, for instance, to do something, it will take three days. But if you give yourself a deadline or you only give yourself, let's say, 15 minutes to do something, it will be done in 15 minutes. Now, I'm not saying that you can actually put a three-day project or thing or activity into 15 minutes, but I guess that you get the point. It holds so true because once the deadline is there, you will become more efficient. You will become more to the point and you stop wasting your time on things that don't really matter. So the fourth question I want to ask yourself about your beliefs is whether or not you think that by doing it yourself, the work is done faster and better. And if that is true, it probably is at this point because you're the one who has been trained in it. And so, yes, you will be the one that is doing it in the most efficient way or at least in the fastest way, in the best way. But that doesn't mean that someone else cannot do the work. And I hear you thinking, yes, but if I ask someone else to do it, it will take them three times as much and um, so it won't actually help me. But you have to understand, you get what you train for. You cannot expect someone to do the work that you are so trained in now to do it just in one go. You actually have to train people. Now, my parents used to have a restaurant business and in that business, we would always hire students or high school kids to do the work and help us out in a restaurant. You know, they would have a side job and I had to train them. Me or my sisters had to train them. And the truth is that you will only get the results from people that you delegate to if you take time to train them. And it will take time. It will require some effort from your side. But you have to remember, this is a one-time investment. It will take you some time to train someone but then after a while, you will really reap the benefits because you don't have to do it anymore. Another belief that might keep you stuck in doing everything yourself is that you think that delegating to other people and outsourcing is expensive. Yes, of course, it might cost you some money because that's what you have to invest. But over time, it will really give you your time back. And you don't have to start delegating to an expert, okay? You can just start delegating stuff to a VA that only does a certain task. You can hire a student. There are different ways to actually get some more help in your business so that you don't have to do the work. Okay, so now that we went over these five questions or these five uh, beliefs that might keep you stuck, let's dive into how you can start creating a manageable workload for yourself and also start to systemize things in your business so that you free up yourself. Now, the very first step here is that you have to get clearer on what you're doing. 
And I know a lot of people think that they do a lot during the day and that might be true. You might be really busy, but that's why I want you to track your time. Track your time for a week or a week or two. Track all the activities that you're doing and record the time. You can record your time using tools like Toggle on your phone or your desktop or laptop or any other software. There are a lot of apps out there which you can use to track your time and write down the activities that you're doing. Tracking your time will give you so much insights into how you actually spend your time and whether or not the time that you spend on these activities are the best use of your time. Now, once you've done this, the next thing that you want to do is that you have to go through it and analyze it. What are the things that have to happen? So what are the things, the must-do things on your list that if you don't do them, your clients won't be served or your business will just stop working? Then I want you to ask yourself, what are the most repetitive tasks? What are things that you do routinely? And maybe you're not even aware that you are doing it because you do them so often. But what are these tasks and highlight them? Make sure that you know which tasks are really repetitive and routine-based. Because it's also good to know that these type of tasks, like these repetitive and routine type of tasks, are the easiest things to delegate. What I want you to do also is when you go over this time tracking is to categorize the activities that you do. So are the activities that you do related to your clients? Are these marketing related? Are these admin related stuff? I want you to categorize everything because that will give you insights in how you can later on batch all these type of activities. I actually did this type of time audit or time tracking with my clients, especially those clients that felt that wanted to grow their business or wanted to spend more time on strategy in their business, but just did not have the time. And so this is one of the first things that I would do with them because it gives them so much clarity, so much insight into what is it that I'm actually doing? Where can I save time? And also what are the activities that I have to do or that I am doing, but that I dread, that are taking all of my energy, which makes me feel like I don't want to do this anymore. So Doing this time audit is really, really helpful. So if you haven't done that before, I highly recommend you to do this. So we have now discussed your beliefs. We have also tackled your time audit. So definitely go work on that. And then the third thing that I want you to work on is to start systemizing things in your business one step at a time, starting with one small thing. And how you do that is basically as follows. If you are doing these tasks anyways, then make sure that you document it in some way or another. You can do that by, for instance, just recording yourself doing it. Like when I do a certain admin tasks, for instance, I just press record. It will screen record and I will talk about what I'm doing. And so actually what this does is it creates an instruction that I can later on then just share with my VA to do it. Now, when you document it, just take screenshots as well and put it all in one document. Now, you might think, okay, that takes a lot of time. I don't have that time. But remember, it's all about setting priorities. And if this is important to you, just take this extra time for this one specific task to document it and screen record it or make screenshots. And it will take you a little bit longer to do the task at hand at that specific time, but it will save you time and headaches later on. Now, once you've documented it, you can delegate it to someone else or you can just keep it so that at least you have now a systemized way of doing things, which means that you can also then analyze what you have been doing and 
to see if that if maybe you can automate certain things or make things more efficient. I wanted to give you an example of how I kind of standardized and optimized my admin process. What I do is I create checklists when I'm working on something. So by using the checklist, you take the thinking out of it. And so you don't have to think of what should I do next? What, what do I have to do now? Do I forget anything? Use a checklist. So my checklist for my admin stuff was download all the invoices from the different software platforms that I have. And then I had a whole list of, okay, I'm using... Uh, for instance, Canva, I'm using Descript, I'm using this, 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 all these type of tools. I have to download all these invoices every month. Then I have to upload them in my software tool. And then I have to do all the expenses, etc., etc. So I have a whole list of items that I have to do when I work on my admin. And then I quickly realized, okay, you know, I'm spending all this time on forwarding all these emails or finding all these emails with the invoices in my mailbox. So... There are several ways you can handle that. Of course, you can use a different email address where you receive all the invoices, but you can also just create a rule in your mail program that says, if you receive this type of email, put it in this folder. And that is what I did. So all the invoice emails that I get, they are saved in a specific folder. And then by the time that I have to do my admin, the only thing I have to do is open up that folder, forward everything to my accounting software, and then I'm done with uploading all the invoices. Now, I just wanted to give you another example of how I systemize certain things in my business. It can really be something small. Like, for instance, when I do my administration for the tools and the software that I purchased or the subscriptions that I have, I have to pull these invoices from the platform that I'm using. Sometimes you get the invoice in your mail. But sometimes it is not in your email, but you have to log in and get the invoice from the platform itself. Now, this is not a task that I love doing. So what I did is I just screen recorded what I was doing, logging into the system, pulling out the data or the invoices that I needed and recorded the entire task, which now I can just hand over to my VA to do it for me. This first time, of course, to record it took me a little bit longer than it would usually cost me to download the invoices, but now that I have this instruction, I could just hand it over and now I never have to do this again. All right, now you might be thinking, okay, ZJ, this is only a two-minute task, so it won't have that much of an impact, but it does because first off, it is two minutes per invoice that I have to download from all of these different platforms, meaning that if I have 10 or 12 things that I use and I have to get the invoices from these tools, that it will take me at least 20 minutes and you can think, okay, maybe it takes you 20 minutes a month, right? But that is still 20 minutes that I don't want to spend. I don't want to log in. I don't want to do it. I don't want to download it or whatsoever. I don't want to spend any time on this. And so by delegating this task, it also saves me my headspace. It saves me energy because I know that once she is doing it, it's just done automatically. Now, this is, of course, a specific task that you can delegate, but you can also think of how you can chunk up a bigger project into smaller steps. And you don't have to hire someone to delegate or outsource the entire project to or the entire process. You can just simply take a few steps from the process and then systemize that first. So for instance, when I am re I'm recording this podcast right now and I'm going to publish it, but some of this 
but some of the activities that I do in this entire process can be done by my VA. So she will, for instance, do the repurposing of this content. She will also create uh, or update the Canva thumbnail. She will do different bits and pieces of the entire process. And because I am delegating it piece by piece, I'm also documenting the entire process when I do the things that I'm doing. So I never start delegating or outsourcing an entire process. I always outsource specific tasks or activities first. And by doing this over and over, I then gradually let that person take over bigger chunks. So the first time that my VA helped me in this process was just creating thumbnails. But then the second time, she did the thumbnails plus something else. So every time I do this podcast, every time I redo a certain task or certain process, I can start delegating more and more. And that is usually how I outsource different things. So basically what you want to do in your business is to start systemizing pieces of your own workflow, your own workload, all the processes in your business so that you create a possibility for someone else to do the work. And that then will help you to spend more time on the things that actually matter in your business to grow it, spend more time on client acquisition or improving things in your business, which can then help you to build that thriving business that you desire. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope that you got some tips out of this. Let me know just by sending me a DM on Instagram or send me a message on LinkedIn. I would appreciate it if you would share this podcast with other people that you think might benefit from it and it would make me really happy if you would leave a rating as well. Thank you so much and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Hey, it's CJ here again and thank you for listening to the latest episode on my podcast. I just wanted to let you know that if this episode resonated with you and if you feel like there is something that you could or want to change in your business to create more freedom for yourself, that I am offering limited spots each and every month for free strategy coaching. This means that you can get a free trial experience of my coaching for your own business. Because it's not a discovery call, but a strategy coaching call, I am going to ask you to fill out a questionnaire about you and your business so that I can prepare myself and help you as good as I possibly can in the time that we have together. So if you don't want to miss out on this opportunity, then head on over to the link in the show notes and book your strategy call with me. Hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Bye.